Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah. Gays Against Guns is an inclusive direct action group of LGBTQ plus people and allies committed to nonviolently breaking the gun industry's chain of death. Investors, manufacturers, the NRA, and politicians who block safer gun laws. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Radio Gag, the weekly Gays Against Gun show. Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the horror that is the American gun violence epidemic. I'm your host, Ty Kersley. And I am Sarah Germain Lilly. Welcome to Radio Gag. This week, we are live. Live. Uh, well. Yay. Reggie's not feeling it. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. I mean, like, (laughs) I'm just letting y'all do what you're doing. Continue on with your program. (laughs) I thought you'd get your heart rate up at least, but I don't think it worked. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, we're live today, and we want to hear from you. And on our show, Assault Weapons Banter, uh, we have a gun violence news update from Robert DeDominic, and we have comedian... Amy Schumer from the Saturday 513 Moms Demand Action, Students Demand Action, Assault Weapons Ban Rally in Union Square. And we want to talk to you. We want to talk to listeners about what you think about the assault weapons ban that is before Congress. Do you think the federal assault weapons ban of 1994 should be reinstated? Do you think the gun industry should continue to make $9 billion a year in profits from weapons? You'll be able to call us at 212-209-2877 in a few minutes. And now we have a new editorial from Robert DeDominic on the assault rifle pins GOP members of Congress are wearing. This is Robert DeDominic reporting for Radio Gag. I hear that this little pin that I've been giving out on the House floor has been triggering some of my Democratic colleagues. Well, I give it out to remind people of the Second Amendment of the Constitution and how important it is in preserving our liberties. The little pin that Congressional Representative Andrew Clyde of Georgia is talking about is a pin of an AR-15. Yep, instead of wearing an American flag pin or basically any other pin there is, some Republican members of Congress are sporting a label pin of an assault weapon. I wonder how many of his constituents knows that Andrew Clyde also owns a gun store. The AR-15 is the weapon of choice for people wanting to kill as many people as they can in a short amount of time. The AR-15 has no business on the streets of America. How are assault weapons not banned in this country like they are in almost every other country? Assault weapons have been banned before here in the USA. The Public Safety and Recreational Firearms Use Protection Act, popularly known as the Federal Assault Weapons Ban, was a subsection of the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994, a United States federal law which included a prohibition on the manufacture for civilian use of certain semi-automatic firearms that were defined as assault weapons, as well as certain ammunition magazines that were defined as large capacity. 
The 10-year ban was passed by the U.S. Congress on August 25th, 1994, and was signed into law by President Bill Clinton on September 13th, 1994. The ban applied only to weapons manufactured after the date of the ban's enactment. It expired on September 13th, 2004, in accordance with its sunset provision. There have been multiple attempts to renew the ban, but none have succeeded. President Joe Biden has been repeating calls to Congress to pass his assault weapons ban after the Covenant school shooting in Nashville and the shooting at the Outlet Mall in Allen, Texas. According to nonprofit research organization Every Town for Gun Safety, U.S. mass shootings involving an assault weapon account for 25% of all mass shooting deaths and 76% of mass shooting injuries as of February 28, 2002. Pivoting back to the AR-15 pins, Representative Jimmy Gomez clapped back at Representative Clyde saying, not only are you mocking gun violence survivors, but you're making a profit off of mass shootings too. Photographed wearing the pins include Representative George Santos of New York and Representative Anna Paulina Luna of Florida. Luna was photographed wearing the pin less than 48 hours after a shooting in her state. We have done it before. We can do it again. It is beyond time to once again ban assault weapons in this country. This is Robert D. Dominic reporting for Radio Gag. Well, thanks, Robbie. Activists are making an all-out push to get Senator Schumer to bring Diane Feistein's assault weapons ban to a vote. The bill needs bipartisan support to become law, and this is unlikely. Gag and other groups want this vote because it will show Americans if their elected officials actually care about their lives or support the billions in profits that gun manufacturers make. We want to hold these people accountable. We want their names documented from here out to eternity, whether or not you think the power that you have as an elected official can stop the crisis that is going on with this one weapon that is only meant to kill as many people as possible, which would be in a war. You have given this country its own reason to kill each other. So, Saturday, May 13th, New York Moms Demand Action and Gays Against Guns teamed up to demand the gift of an assault weapons ban for Mother's Day. Now, this is Amy Schumer, comedian, star, and gun violence prevention advocate, speaking at the rally at Union Square. Now, after we hear this clip, we are taking your calls about the assault weapons ban, and feel free to call right now, 212-209-2877. That's 212-209-2877. Seven seven. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming out. Our hearts are all broken. That's why we're here. 
right? We're, we're, we're crying. Our hearts are broken because we are not okay with our children living in a world like this. I personally got involved in 2015. On July 23rd, two girls, Macy Bro and Jillian Johnson, were murdered going to see my movie. And that's when I got involved, and I've been involved ever since. And in cities across the country, I've met with different people affected by gun violence. There have been 210 mass shootings this year. It's time for Congress to reinstate the assault weapons ban, and I'm here to call on them to do just that. on a bipartisan basis, with more than 50 Republicans in Congress voting in support. But the gun lobby prevented it from being renewed in 2004. Oh! We're just asking them to bring it back. We're asking them to stand up to a gun lobby and put our communities and our families first. Every day, 120 people are shot and killed, and hundreds more are wounded devastating homicides, suicides, domestic violence, incidents, and unintentional shootings. And the gun lobby has created a guns everywhere, shoot first culture that puts us all at risk. Our kids can't even drive down the wrong driveway, knock on the wrong door, or play hide and seek without risking being shot by a paranoid adult with a gun. Our leaders have allowed the gun industry to rake in billions, nine billion dollars a year. Shame. 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 While people die every day at the hands of their deadly product. These are real people. These are real politicians. We know McCarthy won't even say the word guns. Mitch McConnell. These people are in the pockets. They have gotten so much money from the gun lobby. Yeah. It's time for Congress to act and reinstate the federal assault weapons ban. Yeah! And I know there are tons of moms at home and, and they read about each shooting and they go, oh God, what can I do? And then that's it. Well, I'm saying, as a proud ally of Moms Demand Action and Every Town for Gun Safety and standing in solidarity with the Students Demand Action, you can do something. You can. You can vote the right way. You can join with us. You can stand up for our children's future. I want to thank Moms Demand and Students Demand for never backing down and always fighting for a safer future for all of us. And I'm, I'm just, I'm honored to fight alongside each one of you every day. Thank you so much. Now, we would like you to call 212-209-2877 and tell us what you think about an assault weapons ban in our country. Do you think Schumer is right? This is confusing. Confusing. We have two Schumers on the exact same uh, episode about the same thing. It's funny. Um, so, Amy Schumer is standing uh, with the rest of the gun violence prevention community, uh, and Senator Schumer is the one person that can actually hold everyone accountable for a vote on that assault weapons ban. Would you like to discuss that with us? 
call at 212-209-2877. Okay. And you are listening to WBAI 99.5 FM Free Speech Radio. We are asking you to call us with your happen because I know the next time what weapon comes so two zero nine. You have your nibit. That's what we're all about at uh, WBAI. So this is uh, this is Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. You can hear us on WBAI Tuesdays at 2.30 p.m. And we're waiting for your call. So uh, we're going to go ahead and... Hold on, make sure your reading's down. You have a next Great. Call, okay? Wonderful. Okay, hey, welcome caller. Uh, who, this is Sarah Lilly. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Ed from Jersey. And um, I'm calling to say it's just incredible that the, the majority of the populace... You know, so many people are... In, want to stop this sale of assault weapons and yet the politicians refuse to do it so the democrats should definitely bring this vote to the to the floor and then we got to get people to vote out these these people that continue to support it i mean like you said in 94 they they passed the bill to prevent them and then in 2004 with the gun lobby and bush they allowed it to expire i don't know how that happened but i just don't get people who you know, I have my neighbor, and they think some sort of it's a government intrusion if we ban the sale of assault weapons. Well, and that's something they've been—that's something that they've been taught and advertised and marketed to believe. Just like we are taught to believe the words "self-defense" gets you out of killing someone. I mean, that yeah. is how our culture has kind of built up these terms and these words. So, yeah, they're locked into this cycle of. A commercial of what guns are, what they're for, and people buy into it uh, almost as an impulse now. Uh, what do you think is the most effective way to to get through to these people? Is there a way to get through to them? Unfortunately, when know. they become a survivor of gun violence, uh, that's really when it hits too hard. So hopefully we can arm ourselves with enough mm-hmm. empathy to see, to help them cross the line over to reduce gun violence through, especially through gun laws and um, locking up your weapons. But training should be mandatory and we need to be registering these weapons so thank you so much for right. your uh, call but, but 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 how do you how do you convince someone to come to that point of view like an I individual ask? story a personal story a connection with another yeah. loss is is generally what we look for in our in our uh work here to really highlight why someone was so tragically lost for absolutely no reason other than someone had access to a gun because we've all been angry we've all been sad but with a gun right there the decisions that you make are forever so we want to convince people that they do not want to be a survivor of gun violence yeah. And Ed, remember that when we take out a gun, we're demonstrating the opposite of trust, right? We don't think that there's, this is, this has got to be the final moment here. Uh, unfortunately for too many people, we are live in a culture where it's the first moment. It's the first thing that I think about when I'm afraid. But all of the things that we've been doing all along, uh, you know, helping our neighbors with uh, weeding their lawns or talking to them or having a cup of coffee. Community in general. Right, right. Schools, um, churches if you're so inclined, gyms, um, community gardens. These are all places where people gather and share ideas and they build up trust and they start to know each other. So I think that that is really the best uh the best way to start 
sharing your views and to start changing minds and hearts. And culture. We have to change the culture of guns and this country. Thank you so much again for calling. Yeah, thanks. Okay. So uh, we are going to go to a clip of J.W. Walker. Here is Jay talking about the very thing that uh, we were just addressing. People deciding that the gun is the answer instead of talking to your neighbor, instead of figuring out what's wrong, using a gun as a solution instead of trying to work things out. Jay and the entire gang team have been leading the charge on banning assault rifles, and you can see their signs here today. So I'm so thrilled to have Jay with us. Jay? Coming out to take a stand against gun violence and to take a stand against assault weapons that are spread out across this country that are killing hundreds of Americans year in, year out. We have got to get them banned. Peace Against Guns was founded after the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida in June of 2016. The killer there used what? An An assault weapon. That's right, an AR-15 assault weapon. That's what really energized me to get involved. That's what created Gays Against Guns. That's really what really got our community to try to do something, to take the tools that ACT UP taught us of nonviolent direct action, to get out into the streets, and to hold the gun lobby to hold the entire chain of death, which is gun manufacturers, the gun lobbyists, the politicians who are bought and sold by rich people who want nothing more than to keep our streets as violent as possible, to hold them all to account, to demand that those that we elected to office do something to save our lives. Days Against Guns was founded, the total number of gun deaths in this country was estimated, because you know they missed some, at 33,000. That was 2015. Those are the figures for 2015. Six years later, 2021, after a couple of years of pandemic, after a year of pandemic, that figure was 46,000 deaths due to God. When when we started, two-thirds of gun violence deaths were suicides. Only a third were homicides and accidental, but mostly homicides. In 2020, in 2021, it was 46% were homicides. Our country is getting more violent with every passing year. We are becoming inured to it. We are becoming used to it. And we cannot allow ourselves to become used to it. We cannot allow ourselves to become apathetic. We cannot allow ourselves to think that it is normal that average, everyday citizens have military-grade assault weapons 
that they think of as toys, that they think of as the answer to a problem when a child ventures into their yard or when 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 they're having a fight with their neighbor. What is that? Yes, are away as a culture and we know that guns outnumber human beings in this country. There are only 330 million and that's including babies. And there are over 400 million guns in private hands in this country. We're not even talking about the military. We're not even talking about the police. We're talking about guns in private hands. 400 million. And we've got one political party that just wants to say, oh, it's a mental health issue. It's the guns! It's the guns! It's the guns! And it is especially these assault weapons that make people feel like they have the license to kill scores of people all at once just because they want to. I mean, we know that we've got a lot of problems in this country, and we're not going to solve all of gun violence. It's too hard. There's too many guns. But if there's one thing that we can do to make a dent, just to make a dent, just to make people feel like when they go to the movies, or they go to a mall, or they go to their school, or they go out into, into anywhere in public, that they don't have to fear that like they're going to get blown away in a wave of gun violence, that they're not going to get covered in blood from five people standing around them. There's one thing that we can really do, and we've done it as a country before, and when we did it before, it was successful, and that is to ban assault weapons now! You know, I wanted to remind you of one more thing, that we have a mental health hotline that you can go to. It is 988. That is for suicide. That is for you feeling afraid. That is for you seeing um, this kind of rage happening in your neighborhood, in your vicinity. You can get safer with 988. And now it is time to to end our show. So to find out more about working with us, please go to gazeagainstguns.net or follow us at Gaze Against Guns New York on Facebook and Instagram or Gag No Guns on Twitter. Everybody is welcome at any and all gag events. And another great way to get involved is by becoming a BAI buddy. A BAI buddy is someone who keeps our unique volunteer-run radio show going by giving a small donation every month. Help keep us on the air here at WBAI to bring you this gun violence prevention news show every week. Just go to WBAI.org or give to WBAI.org. That's give number two, WBAI.org, or call 212-209-2950 and become a BAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag. Thanks for listening, and we're back with a new episode every Tuesday at 2.30 p.m. Have a safe and great day. Come to the movies and watch us fall. 
Come to church, come to school, kill us all, go on block, 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 any gun laws. Sell your soul, have no shame. Yes, it's one, two, three strikes, we lose at the old gun game.